This is the Development Locker Podcast, and this is your weekly investment in your development as you continue your transition through life and academy football. In Season 3, we bring you even more episodes, more guests who you can connect with, and even more insight into individuals like you who have a similar experiences in pursuing a career in the professional game. Over the next 11 months and 48 episodes, we aim to cover the key topics you will face along your journey. From the challenges you will have to overcome, the ups, the downs, and many experiences along the way. We will be here every week to discuss the current issues in your lives, support you in your journey, and continue your development to being the best version of you in your interviews from the locker. today's guest has created along with his team it has to be said is without doubt the most innovative product i have witnessed in my relatively short time involved in academy football and i don't say that lightly stuart green and his technological team have been working in the background on a revolutionary mobile application that has the potential to blow everything else out of the water Not just that, it has the capabilities to better serve the most important person within academy football, the player. Along the way, guiding them through their many transitions along their footballing journey and allowing staff who support them to work more effectively and efficiently. Aside from this, it supports the human being behind the player as they evidence the best possible version of themselves and prepare proactively for life alongside football and whatever their life and career looks like after it too. But even that doesn't do it justice. So here is Stuart to tell you even more in this week's interview from The Locker. Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast and I know I keep saying it's something different but it truly is something different today Um, and Stuart we're going to get straight into why you're different Um, but before we do why choose football out of every sport possible in terms of you and your platform supporting those athletes over other sports that may or may not maybe need it more than football why football out of every sport? It's a good question. Um, There is a simple answer to that. I suppose that answer is that um, our ideas man, AK, who brought this idea in the first instance to us, brought it because of his experience having been released from an academy, a football academy. And so it stood to reason naturally that we would look at football first. in understanding more about the uh, number of players who are released from academies, it, it became clear to us that um, this was something that was needed. Um, and the second sort of answer to the question is that our team who have taken this on as a challenge are 
experienced in the football industry, connected within the football industry as a result of delivering and having a track record in delivering technology um, in the football world. So it stood to reason that we addressed this first, but we recognised that the product itself is transferable to any situation, any scenario within which a user is going through a learning journey. Does that answer your question, Lee, do you think? Yeah, it answers it perfectly. And I think the, the simple answers are always the best one. I mean, you kind of answered my next follow-up question, really. is: Do you see any limits to, to where this may go in terms of sport, in terms of levels of those sport, the grassroots level, the academies, the, the elite? And I'm talking across, you know, tennis, cricket, rugby union, rugby league. Do you see any limitation to it or kind of where you feel it wouldn't be applicable to supporting athletes? Um, the short answer again to that, Lee, is no. And I think that what we find when we're developing technology is that we start to uncover where the avenues and the, path, the paths of least resistance are. So we understand, um, you know, intimately the number of different avenues and applications and uses and, and sports that this can be used within but we want to get the model right in the first instance in the um, in the sector that we were most comfortable comfortable in and experienced in we know that it will transfer well into others and we're already in conversation uh, with a number of um, institutions should we say that have a real appetite for incorporating this solution for the athletes. Um, so, so yeah, watch this space in that respect. Yeah, I'm sure we will, and I'm sure the spaces that you'll fill will be plentiful as well. Here's your opportunity then, because for those who, who aren't aware, and there's probably quite a lot who aren't, it's quite new on the market. It's still in its kind of infancy in terms of its development stage. Um, what what is Roots the app? What does it do? What does it offer athletes specifically within football at the moment? And then maybe touching upon the potential that it might offer athletes in other sport. What what is Roots app to sell it as a Dragons Den moment? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'll 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 do that in as succinct a way as I possibly can. Roots is, as you put it, an app both on iOS and Android devices. It is the ability to record evidence and showcase who you are as a person, as an athlete, uh, as a young athlete, um, and where you're heading. So the Roots app itself puts a scholar's learning and development journey directly at their fingertips. And, and in recording and evidencing the aspects of the learning journey, they're able to use the app to upload video, upload audio, upload coursework, add text, uh, communicate with mentors within their academy. And ultimately, the purpose of that is to generate what we call a holistic development record, an immersive, interactive, infographic CV that can then be shared so that 
that individual, regardless of their journey, whether it's in football or outside of football in another industry totally disconnected to sport or somewhere in between, maybe it's as a physio or a uh, sports conditioning coach um, or a nutritionist, let's say. Uh, whatever you do, you're able to showcase who you are and get that next career step. Does that make sense? Perfect sense as always. And in terms of that, then the, the, the inception of it, you talked about it's from, you know, a, a former academy player who saw the need, connected the dots with yourself. But I think a lot of people come onto the, the podcast, a lot of people who probably do themselves a little bit of a disservice in terms of the hard work, the graft, the relentlessness of getting a project like this, not just up and running, but during that critical planning stage and the first kind of development stages. Talk us through how those conversations with that person, when, how you even start to even think about mapping out where, where did it become that it had to be an app over a website how did it come across the conversations about what was to be included what wasn't to be included kind of give our listeners a bit of a an insight into how you you start that kind of development process and how you keep that going through bringing it into action yeah absolutely so i think first and foremost when an idea is brought to a, a team like ours um, the first port of call is, you know, is this idea fundamentally uh, a great idea? And is there anything out there that, that solves this problem already? Um, so there's an incredible amount of research goes in at the very beginning to justify the existence of, of such a solution. And therefore, that informs us in, the, in, in terms of the format that it takes. Um, I think in the, in the, in the first instances, having um, researched with academies um, and um, heads of education and welfare, such as your good self and, and Mike Hearn at Wigan, um, amongst others. What we've found is that the classroom environment is one which allows the scholar access to the learning journey via an online system that they sign into. And in a lot of cases, their only access to that is through that classroom environment. So quickly we established that the best way to um, engage and connect these young people with that learning journey is to put it in their pocket, is to literally give it to them as an app so that they feel that connection immediately. So that, that came out of the initial uh, research phase. Now, from a research perspective, what we wanted to do is make sure that whatever we were offering was complementary to the existing technologies within academies. So looking, for example, at the EMS system, looking at systems within Premier League academies, what we wanted to en ensure was that what we were doing was enhancing that, um, that platform, the, the technology available, and um, volumizing the experience for the youngsters by giving it to them directly onto, the, onto their own devices. By virtue of doing so, we found that there is more of a, a muscle memory that the, the scholars get when it comes to understanding the structure of the subjects that they're studying. For example, the Sporting Excellence Professional Qualification and the units and behaviours 
they're in. Um, having that in an app format, having that in the hand allows them to understand, right, I've got a number of units, a number of behaviours that I need to achieve, that I need to focus on, that I need to create coursework for, that I need to attach to this infographic uh, generated development record. So, so immediately we were working with Mike and yourself in terms of understanding the structure of the education, uh, the structure of the, the, the day-to-day life of an academy scholar in order to make this not only something that's of real use, um, but also something that isn't invasive and that can be used as frequently or as infrequently as is needed to to flesh out and record that learning journey that the individual's on. It's up to them how often. And therefore, that also leads me into what else is up to them. We, we wanted to put the onus on the individual to create content, to add more, more, more information about themselves and about their experiences and about their qualifications, because ultimately this will travel with them. Uh, we've developed an app that is for the entire journey of that scholar, regardless of whether they're in the academic system, whether they're released, or whether they go on to be a professional sports person. Yeah, I know you mentioned Mike quite a few times there. I know he's his wealth of experience from a head of education and welfare perspective. I know he's been very integral in the research um, aspect of, of your app, as, you, as you've just said. And for, for, those, for those listeners who have a business idea, may not necessarily be in the digital world that you operate in, but in terms of you said about the critical aspects of it being the research, getting the opinions of others to form what you do, how how do you balance that up? So as, as good as Mike is, how do you decipher whether there's any preconceived biases there or how much value do you put on the, the experience and the number of years of experience that you will have obviously brought to your project? Do you have to decipher that? Do you, some listeners listening to this might be thinking, right, I'm going to start Business X, whether that's in clothing, whether that's in property, whatever it may be, and they need to have that research phase to, to know what, what service they're providing or what product they're going to design. How do you decipher the opinions you're getting back a, a true or authentic or come with a little bit of bias? Well, um, what we do is we go through a, a kind of a rigorous process of user acceptance testing. Now, the way that we'll do that is we'll, we'll mix the number of, um, we'll combine the number of users from different backgrounds. So we'll, we'll pull together a, uh, a cohort of totally uninitiated, totally outside of industry um, users, and we'll tell them very little about what it is that they're about to interact with. And then what we do is we monitor their responses when they, they, they actually describe how they're using and what they're, what they're seeing on screen. That information is, is just as valuable as the expertise of an individual such as Mike, because what Mike comes with um, is, uh, let's, let's, let's call them what they are, preconceived ideas of what it is that we're going to attempt to create. Um, my, my, my best analogy would be um, Henry Ford um, 
who said that if he did what the public wanted at that time, he would have built a faster horse. But what he did is he actually took all those preconceived ideas and threw them to one side and said, OK, what is what is the alternative solution to that? And what we try to do is, is draw a line somewhere in between the high fashion view of an uninitiated user and someone with the experience of Mike. And ultimately what we try and do is find that that sweet spot where what we do is we we we, we produce an app that is very user centric, ticks the boxes in terms of what the um, the club in this instance need and obviously certainly what the scholar needs, but also that delights that um, th those two user groups by surprising them with elements that aren't ordinarily available in the usual um, route through an academy. So by that, Rash, I'll give you an example. In the app, the individual is able to use the rich media uploader to, to add content in specific areas within each of the qualifications, but also into life skills, into the individual development plan, and ultimately by generating the CV, it's become a way of showcasing where that individual is on the journey. So it's, it's become a tool that is now being used not only to record for a point in time when it becomes necessary to 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 communicate what what you've learned but all the way through the journey it can be used to sense check where am i up to what's my progress and how um how, how well am i doing and and it's a two-way communication tool that the academy has a view of within the browser as well so so we've through going through that user acceptance um, research phase, using people who are very experienced, but also those that are inexperienced, we 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 start to uncover new uses for the technology, and 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 that's been that's been really evident with with Roots. I suppose as as invaluable and as important, Mike has been in that research phase of. The, the project that you're on and now the, the, the routes that, that you've designed. In terms of those who aren't as receptive to your idea, shall I put it in the best way possible, you must have faced challenges along the way. You must have gone in front of people face to face or on a video call and people either say, no, you're barking up the wrong tree, not interested, this can't be done. How, and again, relating back to our listeners who are thinking about going into business or come up with an idea or they've got they've got an idea currently in the in the mind that they want to pursue and, and and bring into action like you have how do you face those challenges how do you is it a case of proving people wrong do you take on board what we were saying about the biases and do you take on board their opinion and try and mold what you're doing to kind of think oh we, we should still listen to those negative comments and those challenges those pushbacks or do you have to disregard them because you've got to have faith in what you're doing and you've just got to plow on i think there's a number of ways that you can um sense check your idea in the first place so that at the very core of what you're doing you stay true to that and what that does is it gives you the belief to continue doing what you're doing um, what we found is the more that we've done that, 
the questions and uncertainties that you have at the beginning of the journey start to melt away the more that you are presented with objections because if those objections are um let's let's deem them subjective i don't like that color i don't like the fact that this happens or that happens but that fundamentally the idea still holds true then you can refine all of those subjective objections and get to the uh, solving the, the the key issue with the product um i think that you need to surround yourself with experts that have a wide range of experience in both in this instance technology the industry that we're addressing the issue with um but also um you know what what a, what a user looks like in this instance our youngsters and and the more that you do that yes lee we have found that um we have voices that have said to us oh we've already got something like that and when you get that what we do is we say okay great that's brilliant but there may be parts of what we're, we're showing you that um you're not quite understanding so let us let us focus on your pain points specifically and then by doing that what we found is that we get to the specifics that that particular objection or misunderstanding um related to and we're able to either address them and then how our product solves that problem or say to them do you know what as it currently stands we don't have that function but we'll put it into the product backlog and we'll bring that to bear an example of that is that whilst this app 100% has been reacted to positively with this statement if it's good for the youngsters then it's good for us as a club we get that every time is this good for our young scholars yes it's great it's putting this whole development journey that is ordinarily unavailable in it readily available should i say it's putting it in their pocket brilliant that's great from our duty of care point of view our player welfare point of view we are addressing that however what does it do for the club what is it doing for us as a club how do we justify an investment in this well the control center now allows for alumni tracking and reporting that has come out of the um investigative uh meetings that we've had the presentations that we've done which have now I've lost count of how many we've done with both premier league and um EFL clubs uh and and what we're getting now is a, a much more fully rounded solution that not only is perfect for the scholars but also for the club itself so you've got to stick to your guns i guess is the short answer keep sense checking that the product is addressing an issue that's outstanding and is doing it in a better way than anything else that's out there whilst also listening and finding those regular snags or observations that are being made where you've got blind spots and then making sure that you develop into those blind spots 
And yeah, I was, I was about to offer you a platform to name and shame those who told you it can't be done, but I know you're you're you're, you're, you're more respected than that, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask you that question. But the, the question I am gonna ask you: what what what's your dreams and aspirations for this app? Then, so I know we touched upon maybe cross different sports, but is it a realistic dream for every academy player in this country to be on your platform? Do you then plan to take it across Europe? All over the world. What what's the what's the vision for this in terms of the future? Okay, well, um, one thing I won't do, as you quite rightly said, there is, is is put a name on it. But what I will do is I will say that um, in line with our ambition, one observation made by um, a chap very high up in the Premier League was that it has to be something that is available to every scholar across the football pyramid. Now, that is our ambition, and we do not see a reason why that cannot be the case, because as we've already said, if this is an app that benefits directly each and every scholar in each and every academy, then there is no reason why that shouldn't be the case um, we have such an appetite from clubs at the moment who say, wow, this is helping us when it comes to the transition of players out of our club in some instances. But also what we're finding is that the control centre that allows for the sharing of information with regard to those that are potentially not right for your club, but could be for others, the appetite for that part of, of, of our app as well, and our, our um, online platform is enormous. And, and so to the duty of care, to the onward reporting about where scholars have gone, the onward communication in support of those that are released, all of those things are, are boxes that are ticked with this product. So. Our ambition is to exactly, as you put it, Lee, make sure that every academy scholar in the UK has a, 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 has the app um, and every club has the control centre. Um, beyond that, it stands to reason that football is football is football. And therefore, um, with some of the network that we are working with, um, we're going to take this to the Bundesliga, to Serie A and and, and beyond. Um, we've got conversations at the moment that are uh, with the MLS and with um, scholarships uh, and, and there's a lot of exciting stuff that, that will come. But you've also alluded to other sports. This is such a transferable product, um, such a transferable solution. Um, and whether you're an individual or whether you play team sport, um, to be able to communicate what it is about you that is great, not only from a sporting and physical attribute point of view, but from a qualification and academic point of view, means that your options, in fact, your routes are completely open. Um, and so we want to make this something that, and at the moment we're speaking with learning institutions, um, uh, schools, universities about tailoring the app to 
um, record qualifications at A level um, and at, at degree level uh, and beyond. Yeah, so I suppose in the, in, I've never thought about it like that from an academic, a pure academic, and then even the crossover, like you were saying there, in terms of the US scholarship pathway, literally the possibilities are, are endless in, in, in that regard, aren't they? And it, in that respect, is it sometimes easy to get carried away of going, oh, next we're going to do that, and then we're going to take it into that? Or is that what you need to have from a in a business acumen to be able to really drive it with a passion and to really maximize its potential? Or do you have to kind of rein yourself in quite a lot of going, no, what's our purpose? What's our mission statement? What are our aims, our values? Let's let's make sure we get every academy player on it first. Then we'll sit down and talk about where, where we go to next. I think I think it's good to have a mix of characters in your in your team um, <clears throat> we have we have individuals with short attention spans Lee we also have individuals who are into the detail and we have individuals who are experienced um, in in running football clubs um, the, the, there's a good mix of individuals um, and when you put all of that into one into one space it's it's you kind of relax about the opportunity because there are little fires everywhere. That's one thing that we've got to do, set little fires everywhere and get these discussions and conversations going. Um, you know, I, I talked about learning institutions, but we're, we're also talking about military application. And there are so many different ways that this 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 app could, could go, but it's about reining that back in, making sure that the the, the critical path is being addressed, whilst also um, building out the support and services necessary uh, to 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 get those to keep those opportunities open for this to become as big as it it, it, it can be. But it, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit like riding a bucking bronco. You, you know you, you've got to you've got to get it under control, and you've got to be able to. Um, to, to ensure that what what you need to do today and tomorrow is is addressed, um, whilst also having that kind of um, uh, stirring into the middle distance as well and seeing what's on the horizon. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it, it, it's it's done well when there's a team that can go, okay, all right, that's great. It's it's not no, but it's not now. What we're doing now is addressing this core issue, and what we find then is. Some of these opportunities come to us as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, I mean, it's in in an app for, format at the moment. Do you see that as being the future? Is it going to be in a in a different platform to be able to better support athletes in the near future? Do you feel you might need to kind of come away from the app or complement it with something else if you do go through? the military the academic route do you feel it will always be the app that's what makes it work that's what makes it tick or have you got without giving too much away have you got kind of ideas in the background going well yeah the app's kind of maybe the entry level or maybe for football that's ideal but maybe for this other sport maybe we need uh, an online platform maybe we need this type of different guys yeah so so i think the answer to that is is not 
one that we that we uh, as a as a technology team um, make we don't make that decision. I guess what drives that is what users' habits are, and and what we know more than anything is that um, you know the app world is not going away anytime soon. Um, the the use of apps is. Um, is being driven by the user, is being driven by smart devices, and therefore um, we're being dictated to, in some respects, that, that we develop an app. Uh, however, um, what we've also done is we've created a, um, uh, an enterprise-level, secure, uh, cloud-based platform, which sits and powers the, and communicates and connects with the app. Um, the reason for that being that we want to make this, you know, as secure as it possibly can be, uh, using the very latest in technology stacks. Um, and so, I guess for now, the short answer is it will be an app. We don't see it changing from that anytime soon, but it's complemented by a, a whole um, infrastructure and cloud-based uh, technology stack. For, for the control center for the academy um, and, and in order to expand it and make it as flexible as possible. Um, does that answer your question, mate? Yeah, it does. And hopefully in the next one, and I apologize for the, the bias from my perspective in this question now, but being involved in, in the support network within academies, in an ideal world, the support that we and other academies offer young academy players, not just scholars, is almost perfect, if that exists. Where then do you see Root, the Roots app fitting into that? Do you feel then, if that ever becomes the case, you're just simply adding more value to what's already out there? Or do you feel there'll always be gaps for you and your application to fill? Um, that's a really, really good question. I think technology being as it is, um, it's always changing, it's always evolving, it's always about creating a path of least resistance, it's about efficiencies, um, it's about um, engagement, it's about adoption, it's about all of those things. Now, um, what we know uh, from every conversation that we've had um, across the pyramid, each club has its own individual challenges. Um, each club has its own individual idiosyncrasies. Some clubs uh, are more sophisticated than others, shall we say, when it comes to the support that they offer the individual. Um, and certainly at the point of release, that fluctuates wildly depending upon the clubs that you're speaking to. So we have clubs that put a, an incredible amount of effort, but equally an incredible amount of man hours into producing, um, manually producing a showcase that supports those players who are being released. Um, equally, there is an incredible amount of work necessary using the platforms that already exist to collate, collect, pull together all of the evidence for an individual learner in order for an endpoint assessment to be done, in order for a showcase to be produced. 
So regardless of the disparate nature and behaviours within the pyramid, what we found is that our app and our platform, with every conversation we have, complements the work that's being done, lightens the load in the work that's being done, and enhances the experience for those scholars going through that journey. It also ticks boxes on duty of care, on mental well-being, and we have numerous uh, developments that we're going to be adding into this app that will signpost and support individuals and the club in looking after the, the, the scholars and the experience they have within, within the academy. So, um, yes, it, um, I believe, is a solution that, that benefits every single club, regardless of their own individual um, uh, idiosyncrasies. And in the main, what we're finding is that, you know, it's compelling to see the CVs that are produced and how that provides a, 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 a real um, psychological support to the individuals who need something to take them to the next part of their career journey. I think in the nicest possible way, you've just basically described my headache in a nutshell then of, like you said, the the painstaking hours, the fact that the systems don't talk to one another to try and get a ladder showcase that is going to reflect him as an individual, whether he's staying with us, whether he's leaving us. Um, yeah, so in the nicest possible way, you, you, you did that beautifully there without kind of naming and shaming me. So thank you for that. <laughs> in, in terms of the, some of the final questions that I've got and in terms of, you, you mentioned, I think, support staff previously in, in, in some of your answers and how do you feel then like the app will support the support staff themselves and when I say support staff we know that the amount of, of backroom staff involved across all the disciplines whether it's sports science and medicine analysis coaching uh, education how do you feel it will benefit them or probably make their job easier and better supported the players we all care for? Well, um, <clears throat> I think that the, the best way of answering that is that um, we've pulled together teams within academies and sat them together and seen the conversation that then ensues between them. And therefore, what you've got is you've got the, the, the coach, alongside the um, physio, the strength and conditioning, the nutritionist, any number of different um, uh, staff members. The fact that they can sign into a control centre and isolate an individual from that academy and have a look at them within their CV in the browser and see what they're adding to that holistic development record from a video perspective, an audio perspective, a coursework perspective, it brings everything together. So to me, the simple answer is, this is, this is providing transparency and, and, a, and, a, and a collaborative understanding of every one of your scholars. Now, 
if that's not a, a good thing, I don't know what is. But but for me, everyone within the academy, with the best will in the world, has their own responsibility to each individual, and they are focused purely on the things that they can do to improve that that individual. The ability to go into that control center and communicate with that individual, but see the entirety of the, the experiences and achievements that they're recording within the within the CV means that you can bump into someone in the corridor, Gregor, um, another member of your team, Mike, one of your um, BTEC deliverers, and and between you talk about a specific individual from a collective understanding of what they've done, what they're doing, what's happening next, and so on. And and and, and to me, what that's doing is it's 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 knocking down walls. It's it's providing that total transparent understanding, and therefore I, I can only imagine that that's going to be a benefit, certainly for yourself, Lee, as you just alluded to. You know the work involved in supporting a transitioning scholar um, is being done by the app on an ongoing basis. The 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 journey is being collated, collected. The information is being presented, and so you know at the touch of a of a button, you're able to uh, communicate that individual's entire journey, however short or long it is, through the academy. And is that is that the same story? Is that the same description you get you've given? I'm assuming you've given already to some of the external ones. We've talked about internal uh, people within academies. What about the external ones? The EFL, the Premier League, the FA, the PFA, the LFE. Is that similar conversation we have with them? Do you, are you? I don't want to use the word selling because I know that's not you as an individual. But is that the persuasive language you've used? to them or does that 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 message change to get their buy-in um from the presentations that we've done what we've found is that the initial approaches um uh, elicited a response that was um ah yeah we've seen stuff like this before a presumption about what it is that we're we're, we're, we're offering here um but then when the presentation happens and the demonstration of the app and the control center uh is given um, I, I only wish I could share with you some of the recorded um, <laughs> responses because we've, we've had responses such as, sorry, have you been looking in my inbox? Because I've been talking about this for a while now and the frustrations that we've got in this club. Are you, are you monitoring my, you know, things like that through to um, this is a real complementary solution to the platform that we currently offer. You know, one of the things that we started with at the very beginning of this was to ensure that we were not duplicating effort. We weren't producing a product that already exists. We were complementing everything that is already available within an academy uh, and complementing, more importantly, the processes that your, your members of the academy, your mentors, your staff already conduct. Um, so, so that was really important. So, yeah, external, um, as you say, not, you know, the, the, the other stakeholders for um, an interested parties, LFE, um, EFL, Premier League, uh, you know, any number of, of, of different uh, organisations have said to us, you know, 
I can't see anything other than good here. Um, so let's, yeah, let, let, let's make this, let's make this something that is ubiquitous ultimately. Um, it's, it, the, the, I suppose one question that I'd put back to you, Lee, would be, um, you know, if, if this, if this were your decision to make this available to all within the section of the pyramid governed by the EFL, what what would your thoughts be? Would you you know would you say let's 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 make this available to all players? And equally, if you were making the decision at the top of at the top of the Premier League, what would your what would your your statement be? So that's a question for you, I guess. You know, you're not really getting this podcast thing. I, I think it's me who asked the questions, but um, I, I suppose you, you know me too well that I'm very solutions focused and there has to be a way for this to be available. Like what you said, the, one of the top people within the Premier League, I totally agree. If it's it can't be only available to those clubs who can necessarily afford it, it shouldn't be a case of where you guys need to filter or water down the product to allow those academies at Cat 2, 3 or 4 financially able to 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 have it at their disposal. I think you, you've got to find a way of putting this in everybody's hands for the for the good of every academy player because we all know the numbers we've all seen the research it's that time of the year return and release um, I was reading the article this morning on the way in uh, from Tony Pulis and Training Ground Guru around you know the percentages the very low percentages of players who will go on and make it professional football so the numbers are there staring us in the face and I think what I'm not saying it because you're on I think what your product will hopefully be is a is something where every key stakeholder FA Premier League Football League everybody the PFA League Football Education academies up and down the country can all get around a table and agree and go we need to do this because I don't think that's been that's not been in my time in, in academy football I've not seen that you get one organisation going, oh, we're going down this pathway. Another organisation going, well, we haven't got the finances you have, so we're going to do it in this different direction. And it just creates a little bit of confusion for the lads and a lot of hard work for the support staff. So I, I, I pray and I hope that your product finally gets people around the table in agreement and ultimately the lads get access to what is best meeting their needs. I think you need to do a mic drop there, Lee. I think. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it's, it's it's what's needed. It's what's needed, and it may not it may not turn out to be the case. It may be where you might just quite get there, but you might not. And sometimes, you know, if you're anything like me, you shoot for the stars. Um, you know, you'll you'll still land on the moon type of analogy, but you know, it has to be the yeah. aim, and I know it is your aim to get it in in front of every academy player, as many lads who can get access to it. It can only be a good thing. Absolutely. Just just to just to add one other point on that as well, Lee. We we are constantly looking at the. There's almost a dichotomy here because if you're if you're in the EFL, if you're if you're in the lower leagues, arguably, and I say that and and I add that word uh, purposefully, arguably, the youngsters there who are looking to make it as professional footballers 
that dream is dreamed even harder at that level because arguably if you're in an academy in the Premier League chances are you've got more lives if you're released you're going to trickle down the chances are you're going to get another club so and I mean this being hypercritical of of our app if you're a player in an academy in the Premier League how likely are you to feel that this is the psychological safety net that you um, need when ultimately if you're released the chances are you're going to get another club now equally as a player in the Premier League you want to be able to showcase yourself in the best light possible and um, this app allows you to do that but from an academic point of view uh, equally it's allowing you the ability to showcase yourself in that way as well um, if you're in the lower leagues giving yourself the best chance to find another club is one route that you might want to take and the app allows you to do that because you're showcasing not only your academic attributes but your your um your sporting attributes as well um but we believe that the control center is a way of clubs communicating with each other to say unfortunately this young man who's or woman has been with us for the last six seven years and we're now releasing them because they don't fit within the the, the shape of our team therefore what we want to do is showcase them to other clubs um, and present them so that they get the best opportunity to get another club because what we know about footballers is they're competitive they don't want to believe that they're not going to be that three percent that make it so the safety net is the the club are ensuring that the individual is able to um, make the best impression of themselves but they're also able to support and signpost and maybe redirect that player if they are released to another club at the lower end of the of, of the pyramid so it complements both ends of that spectrum and there are different benefits from the app and the control center depending upon where you are in the pyramid um, so yeah we we believe it's it, it's it's a solution that has effect regardless of where you are in in, in that structure perfect and a couple of questions to finish off i think the key one for for us in the academy system is around a bit of accountability and ownership and this is critical i believe in the application you've designed and you've you've got into fruition now the players don't often take the ownership of their transition it's often reactive it's off it's very often months if not years down the line once football isn't a viable option for whatever reason do you feel confident that this won't be the case with the Roots app, that it will still be used after they leave A Academy or even leave the Academy system or even greater if and when they leave football? Do you still believe that they'll be utilising the app and the functions that you've designed within it? Yeah, so so whilst it's the club that um, engages with Roots to um, 
provide the app to the user, once the user has the app, they are they are then connected to that app. Okay, so regardless of whether they're released from the club or otherwise, they they retain the app and all of the content that they they've populated over that over that time in the academy. It's their data. It's their it's it's their um, information. It's their IP. So we believe that it's at that point that the sharing of that infographic interactive CV becomes all important to the individual. It's almost at release. The app becomes a, a not, not a lifeline, but a, but a, a psychological safety net that they can use to showcase themselves. Because let's face it, if you're a youngster going through an academy experience, arguably you're getting more skills, more experience, more certainly life experience, more team skill building skills, and so on. And therefore, you 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 could arguably be a better candidate for a role in a career outside of football. So the app becomes more important then to communicate and showcase in order to get your next role or or your next career move. So we do genuinely believe that it will become almost more important at the point of release. Um, The addition to that is that, let's say, for instance, um, you, you are released and you want to attempt to communicate with another club to get another chance somewhere else. If you do, and you're successful in getting another another club, then the club is able to reconnect their control center to you using the app. In which case, you're then retethered to a new a new support mechanism. But critically, you're also still in touch with the club that releases you. So the the notification center allows mentors to stay in touch, make sure that after release, you you know fulfilling your duty of care and so on so i think that i think that absolutely is the answer that the the app becomes even more important to the user at the point that they they leave um and we we talk about responsibility for, for populating the app the responsibility is on the individual this is something that the club has provided to you use it it's it's your record of your time here communicate it when you need to, um, but but ultimately the clubs that that integrate this into the academy week or month, depending on frequency and how it suits, the clubs that do that best are the ones that will better support during the course of a, of, a, of a scholar's journey, uh, and 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 obviously integration of that means that you get into good habits and uh, and ultimately the, the 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 scholar gets a better experience the more involved the club is and i mean for, for, for example you guys um, were going to present to parents for the next intake and in doing so what that does is it shows the parents the 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 the, the responsibility and the duty of care that you're demonstrating by by integrating this app into the, the the journey that anyone goes through Wigan Athletics Academy. Yeah, and I know players, parents and staff are going to be looking forward to that session and this episode will be aired just after that so parents can uh, can find out a little bit more and any questions they don't get uh, a chance to ask you face-to-face, hopefully this will fill in the gaps that may or may not be left behind. I'm sure they won't be, but uh, penultimate question. 
And speaking of your app, as we have done all the way through this episode, can you tell our listeners where they can find it, where they can download it, where they can find out more information about it, if they're intrigued about wanting to know more of a dope members of staff within the academic system who aren't aware of it? I don't know how or why they're not aware of it, but if they aren't, where they can go to find out more and potentially look at getting this for their players. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, first and foremost, in social media, we've got a Twitter account, which is Roots CV app. Um, on LinkedIn, we are Roots CV app or CV Technologies. If you search for either of those, you, you're going to find us. Um, there's been articles and a broadcast that we released through Training Ground Guru, um, and um, uh, that's that's available to find via via our social channels. Uh, we have a um, uh, a marketing website which is roots-app.com um, and um, any inquiries at all about any aspects of the product about um, getting it in, integrated into your academy um, can be made via sales at roots-app.com and um, one, one other thing to add which I think is really important is it's a misconception that a lot of uh, clubs have, and it's a natural misconception. If we're in, if we're integrating IT and IT software into your academy, how onerous or otherwise is that going to be? How difficult is it? Do we need to speak to someone in IT? Do we need to go through weeks of integration to get the system up and running? It's a cloud-based solution, in which case it's plug and play. We literally upload your cohort of academy players, provide you with username and password access to the control center. Your players download the app, they sign in using the username and password provided to them when we add them to the control center and they can start to populate immediately. It's that simple. There is no need for any heavy lifting from a club's perspective. All that's handled by our team. Beautiful. And the final question, it'd be remiss of me not to allow you this opportunity. So we always give our guests the final word. So this could be a quote, that, a mantra that you live by, a piece of advice for players, staff, life advice, career advice. It's totally up to you. What lasting message do you want to leave our listeners with? Um, I suppose one of the things that I've always said of myself is that um, you you need to grasp the thistle. If there's something that's painful that you need to go through and it's a learning curve and there is a lot of um, need to answer questions that you just don't have the answers for at square one, back yourself, grab the thistle, go through the pain, find out the answers, learn for yourself. The more that you do that, the easier it is to keep running to the fire and putting it out and putting it out and you know to me that's always been my way you know i might not know now but i will know and i'll come back to you with that answer and that learning curve has, has, has served me well i guess grass the thistle i'll try and refrain from that being the title of the podcast but yeah I, it's been great i know a little bit about the app i don't know as much uh, i have played a very small part in it not as, as as big as mike has and i think even knowing about the app knowing you i've took plenty from this i'm sure our listeners will have done also 
what our academy players and parents will do on Friday when they get the full the full works for themselves and the roots app. So yeah, on behalf of myself, on behalf of the listeners, thank you, Stuart, for your time this afternoon. It's been been great to find out more, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will just be a success after success in every sport or whichever industry you go into with this. A pleasure as always, Lee. Was I wrong? That you can only answer yourself. But to truly answer it, you need to have had access or at the very least viewed the product in action. And if Stuart has anything to do with that, every Academy player will have the opportunity to do just that. I've been massively impressed with what Stuart and the team at Roots have brought to reality. And even though it is in its infancy in terms of user interaction, you can already tell it's got legs and some. Don't just take my preconceived ideas or biased words at face value. Listen to the many individuals, staff and organisations who have had a say in its development what they think. From Premier League clubs to forward thinking academies, even to the military and a plethora of sports, they can't all be wrong. But you'd be wrong if you think that's it for season three, as we bring you episode 23 when we unbox your potential, when we bring you next week's interview from The Locker. Thanks for listening to this week's episode and we hope you have taken many key messages away with you. But the next part is down to you now by putting these into action. If you'd like today's episode, feel free to tell us on our various social media platforms where you can find us at thelocker underscore UK. For guest recommendations, future topics to be discussed, or you simply want to reach out, you can do so by emailing us on thedevelopmentlocker at gmail.co.uk. Remember to share this episode and our platform with your teammates, friends in football, or anyone you feel would benefit from it. So, what are you waiting for? But you're not done yet as we look forward to seeing you next week when we bring you another interview from The Locker.